Good morning. This is Russell McCluskey with The Climb, and this is part two of the concept of addition by subtraction. In part one, I laid out a personal example of how alcohol at one point was something that I was able to subtract that ultimately led to an addition. So in this part two, I wanted to carry on the same ideas and concepts, but lay out a few more things in my life that I was able to subtract that ultimately led to an addition for a couple reasons. One, it's helpful for me personally to continue to reflect on where I was to where I am now. And two, in order to help you, the listener, maybe alcohol doesn't resonate with you as something you need to subtract because you don't drink. Great. Um, I don't want the lesson or the concept to be lost on you if that doesn't apply to you. So I'm going to talk about a few more fairly common things that I've been able to subtract to hopefully resonate with you to maybe help you identify what you may need to subtract in order to add to your life. So additionally for me, there are <clears throat> the two big things that come to mind for me that I was able to subtract successfully is twofold. One is related to food, and two is related to consumption of entertainment. So I'll start with food. Number one, for me, you know, quite honestly, I've always had a weird relationship with food. And I didn't realize this until I started to take a look at my food intake, how I was eating it, and identified that it was actually an area that needed improvement. But around when I was 25 or 26 years old, I was not having great mental energy, even though I was very physically fit, active, and intelligent, and in a rewarding career. I still woke up with a fairly common feeling of being unrested, having a mental fog, and quite honestly, I was having to drink Rockstar energy drinks one or two a day to even feel as if I could stay focused and pay attention throughout the day at a very at a fairly sustainable energy level. So I went on the pathway of trying pretty much every diet under the sun to see which one actually worked for me. I did paleo for a while, which did seem to help, but I fell off of that. Um, but what paleo did teach me is it introduced me to salmon. Prior to doing paleo, I hadn't eaten salmon before. Then I did the whole 30, and then a couple years down the road, I came across the ketogenic diets. This is like 2016, 2017. And as I studied the science behind the keto diet, within the book called The Art and Science of Low-Carbohydrate Living by Dr. Bullock and Dr. Finney, the theoretical concepts and the physiology behind it made total sense, and it actually was highlighting the experiences that I was having each day due to my current diet, which wasn't necessarily bad, but I was eating more refined foods, bread, sandwiches, and um, processed foods, but still not a terrible diet compared to the standard American diet. But I was constantly feeling bloated in my stomach and lack of mental clarity. So I decided to switch to the ketogenic diet. And if any of you know anything about that, the ketogenic diet is very restrictive. And the first thing that you primarily restrict if you are going the ketogenic diet is you're restricting excess carbs, definitely sugars and refined foods, but also just overall carb intake. 
So for the first three weeks that I transitioned to that, I was tracking my calories, tracking my food for a couple of reasons. A, so I could see, hey, what is my standard? Like, what am I just eating on a day-to-day basis, which was pretty eye-opening and allowed me to see the serving sizes that I was serving myself compared to what I thought I was serving myself. And then when I first switched to the ketogenic diet, tracking what I had to put in to my foods in order to meet the macros of the ketogenic diet, most notably increasing the fat intake and healthy fat intake while simultaneously reducing the refined carbohydrate intake, I was able to see what type of foods that I honestly didn't eat at all, never utilized and never thought of, such as olive oil, salmon or other fish meats, nuts, um, all foods that are actually very healthy for you and satiating, but that I was not consuming. So through the ketogenic diet, there's a severe subtraction early on, and I did that severe subtraction pretty strictly and i was keeping my carbohydrate intake honestly under 50 to 60 carbs for the better part of six months per day and the change that i felt was monumental monumental from the idea that the loaf of bread feeling in my stomach was gone i was less gassy and more importantly for me the mental fog that i was experiencing was clear and gone. And I didn't even know that I truly had a mental fog until I got to the point with the ketogenic diet that I didn't have it anymore, which is an interesting concept, not only with the food intake, but just really in all things in life that sometimes might not, we might not understand what blinders we have on because we don't even know that they are actually blinders because we haven't seen the other side. So when I got to the other side of actual having mental clarity, it was pretty eye-opening to me what I had previously considered to just be a normal sensation and feeling and not even abnormal was actually abnormal. So that was eye-opening. So I carried on with, I'm still doing, I'm not doing a strict ketogenic diet now, which is three to four years down the road, but I am still doing low carb. But the point of that story is I had to eventually... I had to start by subtracting and by subtracting and over time and seeing the results and fine tuning, I've been able to slowly add back in. So as far as I can tell, as far as the life climb and the life journey goes, there's going to be periods throughout your life, probably multiple, but at this time I've only had a couple to where in order to get to the next stage, whatever that means, to you, you first may have to subtract and start by subtracting the quote-unquote evil things. By doing that, then you are in a position to, as you reduce the frequency in which you're participating in things that you know are not in your best interest, then you're going to get to a point where there's a point of diminishing returns, meaning you can only subtract so much. But by subtraction, you then ultimately can get to the phase where you can slowly add back in and you're coming from a place of clarity to where whatever you do decide to add back in, whatever is added 
you have taken the time, hopefully, to really identify that it's something you truly value, need, love, and and is an assister towards where you have aimed your life to go versus as an additional weight. Moving forward from the food analogy, for me, another thing that I removed that was previously a huge portion of my life was the watching of television and sports in particular. I am still a huge sports fan, but me now in 2020 compared to five years ago is remarkably different in the use of my time. I used to watch almost every single Denver Broncos and Arsenal game And that used to provide me maximum happiness. So in the early stages of my life, the amount of time that I was giving to watching the football games and the soccer games was actually equal to the amount of enjoyment I got from it. So at that time in my life, my actions were matching my values. So that was no problem. But as I aged and I started to realize that I that I had higher visions for myself and I started to analyze where I was currently at, I started to realize that the actual enjoyment that I was getting from watching all of those games was getting less and less and less and they started to become more of a a distraction and would actually take time away for me to learn what I needed to learn and what I wanted to learn in order to get closer and closer to the highest self that I've defined for myself. So slowly over time, I erased cable. I haven't paid for cable in I don't even know how long now, three to four years. And I have dramatically reduced the amount of time that I spend watching Broncos and Arsenal game, and I'm not any less happy for it. In fact, that simple subtraction has added in additional time for me to now participate in the activities that at this point in my life provide me the same happiness that watching sports used to. And as of now, by subtracting cable that added the available time for me to read and consume books, to spend my free time uh, being active, going outside, um, and doing doing more of the things that provide me more value at this time. So decreasing cable not only added more time availability, but going to the next stage or the next phase of that, getting rid of cable immediately added more money to my bank account as well. So just like in part one, where I talked about removing alcohol, removing alcohol and TV because they no longer provided me with the level of happiness compared to the amount of time I was giving to them, each uh, subtracting each of those scenarios immediately added more money to my bank account as well. More money, which can then be utilized towards the newer things that provide me with the most happiness, and financial freedom has become one of those. So the money that I used to be spending on those two scenarios are now being invested which provides me much more happiness than any Denver Broncos game has ever provided. So hopefully those two examples as far as food and the TV can serve to be a little bit more 
of a day-to-day -day occurrence and more likely that doesn't mean you have to get rid of cable or you have to get beyond the ketogenic diet not at all i'm just hoping that those two additional items that i had to end up subtracting resonate with you to for you to help identify what you are still doing now that previously provided you happiness but it no longer does, but you're continuing to participate in it merely because of habit and you have not audited yourself recently. At this point in time, I know that pretty soon I'm going to have to re-audit myself and reduce the amount of time I consume on social media. Because even though, honestly, I don't watch TV anymore, that doesn't mean I don't waste time in other areas. I've added some productive time, but I've also added other wasteful periods such as Facebook and Instagram and mindlessly scrolling too frequently. So I have a feeling that in the near future, I'm going to have to take a serious look at that to see how to best, in, how to best look at how to use social media in a way that is in line with where I want to go in life versus the complete waste of time, energy, that I have throughout the day. So I have a feeling the next subtraction that I'll likely come across is my use of social media. So anywho, it is a constant game of auditing, getting rid of things that no longer provide you value. The simple act of getting rid of things can add value. Then there's going to be a certain point where it's okay to then add back in certain things that you may have subtracted because you can only subtract so much. So start with subtraction for addition, but then set up a continuous and regularly scheduled audit of yourself to see what has become some of the primary time commitments that you are now participating in and make sure that they are in line with where you currently are and where you want to go in the future. Hope this helps. Enjoy the climb.